Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. The following is a podcast about life. Apparently. I can't not listen to music. Friendship and tacos. Let me tell you this. Dropping a taco is a national emergency. This is your my best friend. Now here are your hosts, Oxyan and Ruben J. Welcome to your my best friend, a podcast about life, friendship, and tacos. My name is Ruben J. And I'm Oxyan. And uh, it's late. <laughs> yeah, it's so late. It's late. We forgot to do our cold open intro. No, I, I decided not to do it. Cool. Um, I'm jump, I'm jumping straight into. Uh, Jumping straight into it. I, I I just I don't have the energy to to small talk. Same. No small talk here. Um, yeah, you know, and, and I don't I don't like you that much to, to try to small talk you um, in the beginning of a podcast anymore. So well, thanks. Uh, if you were Brad, I'd, I'd small talk you all day long. Yeah. If you were Brad, you'd probably like actually tell him secrets and stuff. What do you know? <laughs> <laughs> what did he tell you? <laughs> Nothing. Moxie Ann. <laughs> <laughs> no one else is going to get that reference. I'm so like glad <laughs> you got it. <laughs> <laughs> unless they're a Hamilton fan, no one else is going to get that reference. Hey, by the way, I found the receipt for your Scarlet. Do you want it? Um, No, I'm good. Thank you. You over... You overpaid me by six bucks. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that, that was funny. I, I just that was was beyond uh, hilarious. Thank we you. have to have a chat after this. Thank you. Um, hey, so we're gonna jump into to a story that I, I found humorous. Um, but before we do, before we jump into that, I want to invite everyone who's listening and watching this right now to join us. Uh, this Thursday, April 1st, for our two-year anniversary. Holy crap! Oh my gosh! Can you, can you believe that it's been two years I, since, since I conned you into doing this? No, I can't believe it. And what I also can't believe is just how tired I am right now. <laughs> I I can believe how tired you are right now. I, I, I actually... I know how tired you are. We were supposed to record three hours ago. Yeah. And here we are. So join us this Thursday, 6 p.m. Pacific, whatever time <laughs> it is in your time zone. Uh, we are going to be doing a live Q&A for our two-year pod anniversary. Um, Moxie, what did you get me for our pod anniversary? I got you not killing you. That's what I got you. You? So nothing. So you got me nothing. Did, did you get me the same thing? No, I actually got you a card. You got me a card? Yeah, I'm going to go return it now though. Oh. I I'll, get I'll give it to actually I'll give it to somebody else in 2 years. I'll 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 get you a card. <laughs> no, you won't. Yes, I will. You don't even have time. You have no time. I didn't You got no time, my friend. I didn't know this was a thing that we were supposed to get each other gifts for. I thought that was just like I, weddings. 
I got you. I got you tacos last year for our one year anniversary. Okay, then I will get you tacos. I'm actually in the mood for a burrito right now. Okay, then I'll get you a burrito. So how about a taco and a burrito? You you know what? Here, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you. Our new house is 10 minutes away from the Anaheim Packing District. Let's just go there. We have a new house? No, no, no. Me and Brad. I did not know that we bought a house together. This, is, this is news to me. We'll just go there and, and I'll buy you food. Happy anniversary. I, they do have a really cool ice cream spot. Yeah, what's it called? Have you? I don't remember, but it's like a like a like a like a pop pop like a popsicle shop. <laughs> it's really cool. <laughs> I've been there once or twice. I don't remember. They don't sell water there, though. I learned that the hard way. Anyway, we have a we have a very fun uh, pre-Easter story uh, for you who are listening and watching this right now. But again, one last reminder before I remind you once again uh, that we do have. Uh, a live stream this Thursday. It's the first live stream we've done in a while. So uh, tune in, ask us questions live. If you happen to be a dollar in the jar member, uh, we will prioritize your questions above all. So head over to dollarinthejar.com and sign up right now. Uh, And also, yeah, we'll talk about that later. Moxie, tell us about this fun little uh, collaboration that's going on. All right. So this week's good thing is from bestproducts.com. And the title of this article written by Caitlin Fitzpatrick, is Pepsi and Peeps just created the marshmallow drink of your Easter dreams. And seriously, guys, this is real. Uh, Peeps are literally teaming up with Pepsi to create beverages that combine Pepsi taste with marshmallow Peeps. And they come in mini Pepsi cans, seven and a half ounce mini Pepsi cans in bright yellow, pink, and blue. And I, you know, no news on what exactly this is going to taste like. I'm assuming, you know, diabetes and and death, but I'm not sure. The only catch with this, the only catch is that you can't buy it. This is kind of the same thing. They kind of took a took a page from the Kraft Mac and Cheese, Pink Mac and Cheese for Valentine's Day playbook where you can't actually buy it in stores. You're going to have to win a box of it. So, uh... Yeah, I I think that's I, that's a rip off. I, I think that they should sell this. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Pepsi. Pepsi is my preferred soda. If I were to to continue continue to drink soda, um, I'm not allowed to drink soda anymore. Um, but I I prefer Pepsi over over Coca Cola, um, <laughs> and I I prefer Pepsi over Dr Pepper. I don't like doctors very much, uh, even though they saved my life uh, not too long ago. Did I lose Moxie again? What is going on here? My, this is not fun. This service keeps freezing. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) we might have to find a new video service for us. Possibly. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, if you want to win a box of these, which honestly, I feel like if Pepsi just decided to sell these, they would sell. Like, seriously, they would sell. Um... Just for the novelty of it, people would buy... I would buy a box of these. I think I'm going to hate them, but I, I would buy a box. Um, so to win a box of these, you have to go over to at Pepsi on Instagram. And by the way, how did Pepsi get the hookup and not the peeps Instagram? And you have to use hashtag hanging with my peeps. 
and uh, you could you could win a limited edition three pack of of these Did beverages. Your, hold on, hold on. Did your dad team up with Pepsi and Peeps to create that hashtag? Because that sounds like something your dad would come up with. <laughs> I. It really does sound like it. Yeah, it super does sound Actually, like I, it. I think that's something that he says. <laughs> no, he says hang in with his homies. Um, no oh, word. Right. No right. word from bestproducts.com on the taste of it. However, Thrillist is reporting that the Peepsy, which is what they're calling it, is. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I love that. I'm gonna call all of my Pepsi's that from now on. Um, Peepsy is sweeter than standard cola. Uh, it's still drinkable and less sweet than you might expect from a dessert-flavored soda, but it still sounds like just super, super sugary. I don't know. Let me just say this. If I if I were to enter this and if I were to win, I wouldn't even drink it. I would just display them because I this is a novelty, obviously, and this is something that I would just want to own for the rest of my life and would actually probably put this on our podcast set uh, in our new studio. Yeah. I seriously, like I would display this forever and I'm looking forward to, I'm going to enter the contest and if we don't win, I'm looking forward to boxes of these uh, popping up on eBay for the next couple of years. Cause honestly I would try it. Yeah, I would try I, it. I, I, we, we do have a, a resident eBay buyer uh, on our team, uh, an eBay seller. Um, he's my go-to eBay dealer. Um, so we have a, we have somebody who who we can have on the hunt, as as the cool kids say for this stuff. All right. Well, I guess that's my homework for next week. <laughs> I don't know well, when the I also contest know, is over. I, I I need to know something right now because I'm I'm just realizing, uh, where the hell are you? Oh, uh, so funny story. <laughs> If you're not watching this right now, stop what you're doing and head over to youtube.com forward slash multimedia mouth and watch this video because it looks like, honestly, what it looks like, it looks like Moxie is on the floor inside of a Ross right now uh, recording a podcast inside like one of the, uh, the anyway, wh- where are you? Wh- where are you right now? So my roommate, Miss Melody Sparks, you can follow her on Instagram at Melody Sparks, I think. I don't know. Um, She is a graduate student at USC, and she is a classical voice opera major. And because they can't get together in person, they have to record. um, They have to record their final opera performance. It's like an operetta. It's very small. Um, So she is working on that tonight. And because of that, normally I record upstairs in our bedroom which is why you normally see a bed behind me. Well, tonight she's doing some recording of her own downstairs with a green screen and a giant sound system and a camera and lights and all that craziness. And she's really freaking loud. So she is recording downstairs. And I tried to set up in my normal location at the desk and it was just coming through the mic so loud that I had to go with plan C and retreat to the closet. So that is where I am right now. Welcome to my crib, MTV. Uh, these are so <laughs> it's safe to say that Moxianne is in the closet. Yep, that is safe to say that quite literally. I will let Brad know. 
I'm actually going to text him right now and say Mox is in the closet. Just FYI. <laughs> I could do I could do an outfit I... reveal for you if you want. Let no, let's not. I have all Let, my show not. clothes let's... in these boxes down here. Your show? Cl- what are you a, a show horse? What? You said you have your show clothes, like, 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 a, ho- like a show horse. No, like, like for for gigs. For, because you're a show horse. Like for music. What's that? <laughs> what is we'll a gig for music? We'll find out one day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. Um, <laughs> Oh, it's going to be a good show. It's going to be a good show. Uh, Again, we have a live stream coming up in just a few days. April 1st, our Podiversary. Make sure to join us at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, and whatever else is in between. you got to figure it out yourself. Uh, Moxie, tell everybody about our Amazon link. Our Amazon link is super awesome. If you have not used it yet, you should because it gives us money. Literally, gives us money doesn't cost you anything extra. If you shop on Amazon, head on down to the link in the description below. It is a very short Amazon link and it says click here to support us on Amazon. And basically what that link does, bookmark it in your browser. And if you click it, you will find it takes you to Amazon and it looks completely normal. That's all. That's that's all it does. Um, it takes you to shop on Amazon and you complete your purchase by using that link. And literally by using that link, the gods of Amazon can tell that you love us and they will deduct 10%. Jeff Bezos? Yeah, Bezos, except he is more of an or- overlord. Um, they will deduct more like a God King. 10% of what they take from your purchase and give it to us. And it actually works. And I know this because we've made like $20 total on it, which is still more than we made after we got demonetized. So, And we're, st- we're still kind of demonetized. Our new service isn't all that great. But actually, yeah. I'm curious how much money we have on our Amazon right now. So let's, let's, let's hold our breath for three seconds and find out how much money we have on our Amazon. <gasps> <coughs> that didn't work. <coughs> Ugh. Uh, hold on. Where's our Amazon? Yeah, we're at $22. I was right? Although it's although it's also, funny because the amount of money that's been purchased through our link is almost $1,000. Dang. That's and more than 10%. Paid, and all we got paid is $22. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, well, I think that's right, though, because I... I don't math. Math is hard. I don't know. Also, that was way longer <laughs> than three seconds. Yeah, the internet's kind of slow right now. It's that's okay. Um. All right. Cool. Let's uh, jump into this week's episode. I'm Yay! super excited for the people to hear this conversation. <laughs> I'm really excited too. This was an amazing interview. You guys are going to love it. Be sure to stick around and check out our interview. Can I tell them who it, who it's with? Yeah, it's Lauren Martinez. Yeah. Hey, you took it from me. I wanted to sound cool saying it. Oh, sorry. Go for it. Be sure to stick around for our interview with Miss Lauren Martinez. Yeah, See you didn't sound all that cool. Be sure to stick around for our interview with Miss Lauren Martinez. It sounds like you're trying too hard. Okay, fine. Just keep listening. You, you want me to 
show you how it's done? Yeah, show me. Laura Martinez up after this. That was terrible. Yeah, that, that was, was absolutely awful. terrible. I, you, that was worse than I, me. I was recording my radio show for the last hour and a half. It's out tomorrow on TNN Radio. And all that practice yesterday. didn't help you. No, I'm so tired that I couldn't properly go to our guest. So, Laura Martinez coming up in just a second. You're my best friend. You're back here with us, Moxie. Oh, I'm so excited for the next person to get on. Oh my gosh. I am so stoked right now. I I don't even know. I I don't get it. Somehow we're cool enough that she came down to the studio to do an interview with us. Let me just say this. This is the first time that we had someone in our in our new studio space. So hopefully she she likes it and she says nice things about our studio space. But uh, <laughs> it's, not like she, it's not like she's like literally right across the table from me right now. Um, not but, like she can hear everything that we're saying. No, she doesn't have headphones. I, I don't think that. I think that's how it works. If you don't have yeah. headphones, you can't hear what oh, yeah. we're saying. Yeah. But you don't have headphones, so how can you hear me? I have a headphone. Oh, you're doing that thing? Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> That's weird, man. Uh, our next guest, our next guest, our only guest on this podcast. I don't know why I always do that. You know, the radio side of me. Yeah. That's the that's the radio side yeah. of me. The podcasting side of me needs to, to kick in here. Um, our guest today, she was on season two of NBC's Songland. Uh, and she has some music coming out here in just a little bit. We were listening to her music as we were setting Pretty up Pretty much day. all day we were listening to her music. And she's incredible. Um, She's legit, as, yeah. as the cool kids like to say. Too legit to quit. Unless her laptop gets stolen. We'll talk about that <laughs> in, in a minute. Uh, please welcome to the show, Miss Lauren Martinez. Lauren, what's going on? Hi. How's it going? It's good. It's great. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming down. Like, honestly, we were we were talking about this, and we were just like, you know, we you know we have we have a studio in like the worst possible city because it's so far out of the way from people in LA. But then we realized the beach is like right down the street, and people are gonna probably come down here to to go to the beach no matter what. So thanks for making the drive and thanks for being here. We are super excited. Here here's the fun part about how this happened. I saw you were in somebody's story with somebody. I think it might have been with Kelsey. I think oh, she might have yes. shared a story with you. And I'm like, oh, I like the sound of this. And I shared your profile with Moxie, and Moxie set up the interview. And like literally like a week later, this happened. Yeah. It's, it's the power of the internet. That's so cool. So Kelsey Colbert. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. Cool. Is it, yeah. is it Colbert or Colbert? Colbert. Oh my God. Colbert. I, and it, I literally I like we just had a session like this week and I'm <laughs> so I've had it wrong this whole time. She's gonna she's gonna <laughs> She's chill. She she's doesn't. super cool. Yeah. I, I really love Kelsey. I know. She's such she's a like sweetheart. the coolest person ever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's awesome. How did you meet Kelsey? I met Kelsey through her friend Trisha, and Trisha oh. was like, "Do you, oh, you know, know Trisha? Trisha? You guys know Trisha? No. Yeah, no. I actually do oh, know do Trisha. Trisha? Yeah, do you guys I went all to go to school Trisha. together by chance. Yeah, yeah. No wonder. Okay, that's so. <laughs> yeah, Trisha set us up for like a session, like six months ago or oh something. Maybe, maybe long. Actually, way longer than that. Probably like a year ago now. Yeah, like time doesn't exist in COVID. So. <laughs> But Kelsey's so We're still cool. in March. Yeah. 2020. Because yeah. actually by the time this comes out, it will be March 2021. Oh my God. And we're all going to be crying. Yeah. I know. So Trisha actually works. She does, I think still oh, she good. does. She, she's still, is she doing A&R still for Hollywood Records? Yes. I met her when she was like, I think it was Universal. 
hospital. So she was like uh, assistant ANR back then. Yeah. And so she like called me in and I was like, oh my God, so I'm terrified. <laughs> and then um, when she moved, she like, like brought me over there. I did some sessions with them. And nice. Yeah, so. Nice. Yeah. She's a great connection. A totally. great friend too. Totally. She's like yeah. super, like you can trust her. Like you can't trust a lot of people, but Trisha's always been like <laughs> everything she says she's going to do. She does. That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's really yeah. awesome. So let's talk about some of the stuff that you've done because it's pretty incredible that, I, I mean, I, I used to work with, with, the voice in American Idol and you know when when they announced Songland I was like this is a stupid idea of a show like honestly I'm like <laughs> because here's the thing because I remember I don't know if you remember this you might you might be too young for this um I don't know how old you are but <laughs> I'm assuming you're younger than I am but there was a show I want to say on A&E A&E or one of those like women channels uh-huh. um called <laughs> women <laughs> channels I don't, I'm not doing this any favors here uh called Platinum Hit and it was with Cara Diaguardi. It was right after it was right after she left American Idol. Okay. And it was basically the songwriter, like the version of songwriting. It was like American Idol for songwriters, except absolutely terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole idea was that like each episode the person like these people wrote a song and you win like a publishing deal at the end of the end of the end of the show. Uh-huh. And so when they announced Songland, I'm like so like platinum hit, except Adam Levine's producing it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but Adam's not going to be on the show. All right, cool. And then I saw the show, and I'm like, this is actually a really good right? show. The show's right? really really good. So, yeah. And we had somebody on recently. Yeah, we did. I don't remember. Greg off- Greg Scott. Yeah, yeah, Greg Scott. I'm not sure what season he was on. I Probably think first. Yeah, I think he was on season I one. Okay, because I'm like that name is so familiar. Do you know who or like who he was? He worked with uh, BB Rexa. Oh, okay. Wait, that so that was my season, but he filmed like after me. Ah, yeah. got it. Okay, so, so you guys were on in the same season. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So I guess the, the question I have with that is tell us a little bit about how that process works. I know how the American Idol process works. I know how the voice process works. How the hell do you find songwriters who want to be on TV and sing? Because usually I, I, when I think people who are just strictly songwriters, I don't really think people who are like, Totally. Wanting to perform their songs. Totally. I mean, that was like a lot, a lot of us who were just like writers were like panicking, like, oh my God, like we have to like move our arms in front of people. (laughs) No, well, I got the, I actually got Songland, um, like I, when they were first starting as like a casting director from The Voice, I had done an audition for The Voice and I like performed original songs, which was really dumb. Like I, now that I look back, I'm like, why? But he was like, oh, we have this song, this show coming out called Songland for songwriters uh, this year. But it was pretty like late in the mix. And honestly, I probably was not ready. Like I didn't have enough material back then. So then um, he came back around and had me do uh, like the voice open mic. Um, they had like a, they were doing something at Hotel Cafe. And he's like, would you want to like sing? And I was like, sure. And then I sang and afterwards he's like, we're, we're casting for Songland. And if you want to like submit some stuff and then from there, it was just like, I got in the mix. So yeah. That's really cool. That's, That's so that cool. Happened. So how long prior to this had you been writing songs? Cause I know you've been a musician your whole life, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I started writing songs when I was like 
16 like folk music okay yeah like i was obsessed with hosier so i just wanted to be hosier. did he take you to church he took me to church i went to his concert uh, in albuquerque i had no idea who he was and i would but my friend's friend canceled and she had like front row tickets so i was just making eye contact with hosier the whole time and i was like i'm obsessed <laughs> and actually that concert totally changed my life so i'm like it is i don't know it just all worked out the way it was supposed to yeah yeah oh that's so awesome well i get so for me i'm i'm probably the least creative person in this room right now um i i can't sing i can't write I, I can barely talk sometimes you know so for Same. me you're not not creative you're just not talented <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> now that my entire life has been ruined, um, I'm sorry. That was too good for me to pass it up. I'm sorry. You are very talented. My mom says I'm talented. Just not at singing and dancing. My mom says I'm talented, and then she died. So that there's that. Uh, Those two things aren't really connected. You know what? Can we focus on our guest here? <laughs> <laughs> we're having we're having issues again. <laughs> I apologize. You're good. You're in the middle of our couples therapy, and we're not even dating. Um, thank God. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, so, so the question for me is like, how does one start songwriting? Because it's like for me, I've tried writing songs before, uh-huh. and they end up being really just stupid words on paper. You know, I think that. Up and most of the time, what I write is stupid words on paper. <laughs> like, still, where I'll like look at my notes and I'm like, "Why? Like, what is this? <laughs> this is so embarrassing. Destroy it, <laughs> burn it." <laughs> I don't. I, it's just you just have to like. I think it's being vulnerable. I think that's the hardest thing to get past is being vulnerable, mm. um, and yeah, putting your heart like out there in words. And yeah, absolutely. That's totally. crazy. Yeah, because I, you know. I went through a phase in like junior high where I was writing poetry and like trying to woo all the girls in my poetry. <laughs> and what ended up happening is I just ended up like taking other people's poetry and rewriting it. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, but like, honestly, like there was, there was never anything that I ever wrote down that I was like, Oh, I'm going to submit this to something because for me, like nothing ever was, was good. Enough. And I know we're all our own, like Worst our hardest critic. critics. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, I guess the question I have at that point, as a songwriter, how do you decide to like release something that you've written and produced and like I've either given to another yeah. artist or like release for yourself? Because I, I feel like honestly that's like the scariest thing. Like I couldn't imagine writing down like my inner thoughts about totally. somebody or something, and then them hearing it, and then releasing it, and then you yeah. know you know that they're you know especially if it's someone that like was yep. important to you at some point you know they're still keeping tabs oh totally and you know they're gonna download it yep and they're gonna either feel really really bad because they broke your heart or they're gonna be like ha ha <laughs> i, I did this to her still. yeah <laughs> she's yeah. obsessed with me <laughs> like one yeah. half of taylor swift's exes are like stoked that they got a song right? about them and the other half is like, like man this is embarrassing <laughs> well you guys not being like the first anyway anyway so i guess how do you go how do you go from like writing something and producing it and then actually like pushing that release button? Because that for Ooh. me, that would be like the scariest part. Like I, I there's times where I don't even want to publish these podcasts. Cause I feel like we say things that are a little too like personal, uh, a little, little too personal. Yeah. Like, totally. Uh, I think, yeah. When I first started like re- releasing music, I was like very like vague with like what I was talking about or like writing at least in like singing, like on stage, I would sing like very generic music. And then the more I like 
allowed myself to be vulnerable, the less I cared. So yeah, there are like there are some songs that are so specifically about certain people that I've written where I'm like, ooh, <laughs> like usually it's like embarrassing for them. <laughs> so hold on real quick. So what 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 song would you? Is there one song right now that you would say that like off the top of your head that you, that that's public that you can say that there's somebody that's about? Uh, middle finger the song i just released i mean half of them like are very specifically about certain people so, so what's his name <laughs> so i can't uh, that is such I'm a not, good I'm song though no i was just like i well, hold on hold on hold on, hold on. What, what, what's his name oh my gosh i can't say it okay what did I, he, I can i can what, what did he do well it's just a very uh it's one of those relationship situations that's what i'm always in though i'm always in a situationship because like mm. also like I'm terrified of like commitment so partially my fault so I go for these like non-committal dudes oh yeah. yeah and then yeah basically just like a dude who like goes around and sees also like with middle finger was about multiple people it wasn't just a dude it was also about like not getting paid enough mm-hmm. <laughs> like and like just being fed up with these guys yeah 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 i that song specifically that was the first one when i started listening to your music that was the first one that i checked out because it's the most recent and just like your lyrics say so much but there's such a nice like complete simplicity to them like i'm not happy but i'm not sad just a little broken and a little mad like that says everything yeah it's so good thank you and the music not i know it's not like a music video but you've got a lyric video too right yeah and I'm just like well we like filmed it on an iPhone and um just like drove to Santa Clarita to the most like sketchy place we could find there was like these mattresses (laughs) with like spray paint and someone was really mad at this girl named Jess like F Jess Jess is a (laughs) so (laughs) what did Jess it was probably Nick yeah yeah maybe (laughs) honestly we're we're trying to figure out we're like is jess okay (laughs) this is weird we should find jess yeah she's probably like around here honestly this guy's (laughs) mad but we we filmed out there and i was like it'd be cool if i was we had like a bouquet of balloons that i was gonna like cut and just let the wind blow away the wind blew them away before we had the chance to do that (laughs) oh no (laughs) yeah ruined like half of the thing but i was like let's just like i want to like pop champagne like i just don't care that's awesome (laughs) and it was free like ultra low budget nice video yeah it's it's all good man um let's jump into social question number one okay uh or should i do the official intro to that if you want signature question numero uno (laughs) so um if, if you listen to our podcast, <laughs> which is the right one. Oh my god! Just kidding. That's an inside joke. I apologize. Yeah. So the this podcast it's a podcast about life, friendship, and tacos, and uh, we do these three signature questions, and we ask each guest. Okay. Um, they're they're pretty easy. The okay. first one is easy. Second one's a little harder. Okay. The third and the third one is a game changer. Okay. <laughs> Okay. I, I feel like I should be playing like the American Idol like, elimination song here yeah. as you're setting this up. So signature question number one is super easy. Okay. Um, and I'm excited to hear your answer because I know you're from New Mexico originally, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm now from, I'm from old Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> and now you live in LA. Yeah. So, okay. Signature question number one. What is your favorite taco? 
Ooh, my favorite taco. Ooh, mm-hmm. see, my family makes them like a little different than here. Everything is a taco. Like even when I cook, like everything is a taco. <laughs> that needs to be a t-shirt. Everything is a taco. Literally. I just like, I'm like, I'm going to put an egg in my taco. Well, I can't eat eggs anymore. I found out like I'm super allergic. Oh, Back no. in the day when I couldn't figure out why I was always like extra sick. Oh, I'd be like making breakfast tacos. My dad's like, we have prime rib left over from Christmas. We're going to make tacos out of it. <laughs> like, so that's a hard one for me. Cause yeah, yeah, we are very creative with our tacos. So, so if you had to pick one. Ooh. If you had to choose, Sorry. everything is a taco. If you're well, brave every, enough, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I put salad in my taco. <laughs> um, probably just like a basic like. No, you know what? That's a lie. I like fish tacos. I go. love fish tacos. Yeah, yeah. Is there is there a specific place that you like getting your fish tacos from? Because I know, Ooh, yeah. Like if I go down to San Diego, like I, I fish taco all the way, anywhere, totally. anywhere down there. Like you'll you'll get a good fish taco down there. Um, there's this place, I mean, I, I don't know. I like forget a lot of things, but the one I haven't forgotten is Malibu seafood. I really like getting tacos there. The the halibut fish taco. That sounds good. Yeah, it's pretty good. So let's, let's talk more about this, these situationships because I'm curious. I'm just curious about how you don't have to answer. If he asks you something you're not comfortable with, you don't have to answer. Why are you like, why are you? Making it sound like I'm a bad guy here. I'm not the person Billy Eilish is singing about. You're badgering the witness. I, she's, not a, she's a guest on the podcast. This is she signed up for this. I think. <laughs> I think. Um, but I'm just, I'm just curious because uh-huh. you know situationships are always always uh, an interesting thing to jump into because um, depending on how serious of a situationship it is, it could be like a True. it could be like a serious problem. Or if it's just like a fun situationship, it could be a lot of fun. So yeah. um, how, how does one find themselves in the situationship and how do they Ooh. escape? Oh, man. You know what? I always I'll go on a date with a guy or like a couple dates and then I'm like, oh, I think we're dating now. Like oh. it's usually that where they're like he's like because I'm like emotionally like like closed off because I'm like, I don't know, traumatized. Oh, <laughs> so then I'm just like, oh. I'm just like, wait, he really likes me. Oh no, I'm going to hurt his feelings and oh. I don't want to hurt his feelings. And then I keep dating him and then I decide I like him and then he doesn't like me by the time I'm like, I actually like it because I've been so hard to get. It's not on purpose. It's like, a, it's an unhealthy. <laughs> oh, I need therapy. <laughs> don't we all? <laughs> But it makes for like songs, you know. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, you know what? I I think that Taylor Swift just dates people just so she can have content to release. Honestly, because I that or she's like literally batshit crazy. Part of my language, <laughs> um, because it's like, how can you be dating so many different people, and all of them go completely wrong to the point where you're able to write records like off right. of it? I think Adele might be the same way because she True. writes her best music during heartbreaks. Yeah, I mean, honestly. Part of me is like afraid that I like, yeah, I'm self-sabotaging, I think. And I mm-hmm. think it's for the sake of music, totally. Cause like when things are really chill, like this summer, because I was like in New Mexico, like on lockdown mode, like I had nothing going on in my life, like dating wise. And I was like, I have nothing to write about. So I was like, I'm gonna have to write, like I'm gonna pretend I'm like one of these like F boy dudes and like write from their perspective. <laughs> so I was writing as a dude all summer cause I just oh didn't my have anything to write about. <laughs> That's that's interesting. That's an interesting concept. <laughs> yeah, it actually helped. Like, I got a lot of songs out of it. 
That's yeah. good. Yeah. I bet. Well, may- maybe you can ease off a little bit and actually allow yourself to be in a, in a relationship with somebody. You know, and be terrifying. happy. It's hard terrifying. to be happy and write songs. It's hard <laughs> to do both of those things at the same time. I will be honest with you. It's, it's hard to be happy and it's also hard for me to write songs. So it just <laughs> Uh, so you have a song coming out in a couple weeks. Yes. Uh, it's called Intermit. Intermit. I wanted to say intimate and I'm like, that's intimate, not it. Right. I, I, I knew that wasn't it. I, like spell check is always like, did you mean inti- intimate? I'm like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Did you mean intimate? Oh no. <laughs> Time for a new phone. Yeah. Siri, stop <laughs> never <flirting> with me. <laughs> Yeah. Siri, I know we've known each other for a couple of years now. Yeah. This is going a little too fast. <laughs> uh, tell us a little about, about Intermit. And, and you know, you're kind of telling us that you kind of stole the idea from Intermittent Fasting. Intermittent fa- Fasting. It's just like taking a break. It's like a situationship. Like one of the many that I've found myself in. Um, it's kind of like, you know, you're seeing someone and it's like, you know, it's been a while. <laughs> and you're like... It's like when I said, like, after, like, four or five months, I'm like, oh, I actually like you now, but it's, like, too late. So it's, like, about, like, this person is totally talking to other people, and um, it's me being, like, I don't want to say that, like, um, like I like you now because it's, like, too late to say anything. Mm. And so it's that kind of thing where it's, like, I'm just going to dip and run away and just never talk to you again. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. kind of what that song is about. But it's also like intermittent is like taking a break or something, but it's not like um, a permanent break. Yeah. So it's like that, like trying to let it go. Yeah. 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 But you're still seeing that person and you shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, it's not going anywhere. <laughs> that's, you know, it's funny. Cause that's like the opposite of what happens to me. Yeah. Yeah. They just tell me straight up they don't like me. And I just like, all right, cool, whatever. I wish I wish that would happen to me, honestly. It's not fun when it happens. <laughs> yeah, it really isn't. <laughs> I've had that happen a couple of times. La- two years ago, I think, uh-huh. I had a guy who I was super interested in for like a few weeks. Uh-huh. And I was like talking to him every day. We were Snapchatting and texting and it was great. Yeah. And then we finally met up in person. And after like two days of being together in person, he was we were like- just like driving in the car. And he was like, flat out, just said, yeah, I have no interest in dating you. And I was like, Who is this? Are you serious? Floor guy. Floor guy. Oh. <laughs> I love how we have like a name for like, yeah. this bumble guy, floor guy. Yeah. yeah. What guy am I? Hair guy. Eyebrows guy. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> uh, did we say that on air or was that off air? People can be really confused. Oh, that's I true. I think that was off air. I'm pretty sure it was. Ruben has nice eyebrows today. If you're listening to this and you're confused by that, which we're not sure if you are, <laughs> Ruben has nice eyebrows today. <laughs> he got them done. <laughs> Can we not? I really feel like Chandler right now. <laughs> <laughs> Do you watch Friends? Uh, I've seen a couple episodes, but okay. get out. Not enough. No, I'm sorry, I don't fit in. <laughs> yes, you do. I've never fit in. <laughs> She's not one of us. <laughs> So let's get back to your music a little bit. I've, I saw in your bio that you've had some music placed in some pretty cool places. Like I, yeah. Yeah. No, that was, that was uh through Trisha actually. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. DMG. And like we had one of the songs like get released through Hollywood records, which was really cool. That's amazing. So, yeah. I've been wanting to do like more now. Cause like everyone's like, Oh, we got to do film sync. So I've done like fil- film sync projects, like a couple over the last 
the course of COVID, like a bunch of different projects with different people. So hopefully more coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> but Has COVID made it like easier or harder to be on top of releasing things and making deals and things like that? It's definitely made it harder on the like making deals thing. Cause after Songland, like we had, like I had so many emails and then COVID hit so hard oh. and I was like, and everything kind of like went silent for a second and then like people started like after like after like July I started getting more like people reaching out again and like yeah so and then like I have one song that might I don't know I don't want to say it yet but it it could come out with like a DJ which will be really cool nice don't but I don't like knock on wood because you know sometimes these things yeah just don't happen table wood is it (laughs) Like real wood or is it like a fake Right, it's plastic. <laughs> yeah, that's good too. <laughs> so let's jump into the super question numero doch. Doch? I don't know what's going on here. Okay. So signature question number two. Signature? Signature. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one is a little bit harder. So if you need to take a second, that's okay. perfectly okay. Ruben and I will just stall. Um, That's what we do best. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If you had a life quote, what would it be? A life quote? Yeah. I think it would just be like, go with what your heart says. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't worry so much about what everybody else, because like I've had so many people like put their opinions on like my like decisions in my life. Mm. (laughs) And it's like every time, I mean, even like, with family where they've been like, I don't think this is a good idea. I don't think you should, you should just chill. Like maybe come back home for a while. And I've been like, no, I need to stay in LA. And then, you know, and had I not done that, I wouldn't have gotten on Songland, you know, like if I, so if I hadn't listened to myself yeah. and then there's also been like relationships where I listened to everybody else and I, and then I still ended up like, it it ended up not working out because like my heart wasn't there. Yeah. Just listening to yourself. Yeah. Trusting yourself. That's so, I think that's like probably one of the most important things that people don't realize. Um, Like you can have people in your life that you consult with and like ask their opinions. But like at the end of the day, like those people need to understand that like we're asking for your opinion. Uh But that doesn't mean that we're going to actually do what you're at, what you're, what you're suggesting. Because totally. End of the day, it's, it's it should be your decision. It shouldn't be anyone else's decision, especially when it comes yeah. to stuff like your music and your mm-hmm. career and your like livelihood. Like, yeah. actually, like let that person make the decision on their own. Well, also, you know, if like Moxie and I, you know, I'll tell her what I think about her music all the time, but I also understand that nine times out of ten, she's going to do the exact opposite of what I suggest, <laughs> and she does. I actually ask so I know what I should do. The other way. <laughs> it's opposite. Yeah. And how well has that worked out for you? Not too well. <laughs> but I'm not giving up hope. <laughs> but, I mean, the, the point is, is like, you know, people in your life should understand that like, if, if, you're, if someone's coming to you for advice, doesn't mean that they're necessarily going to take the advice. Totally. You know? But also, don't ask people for advice. If like, you don't want it. If you don't want it. And if you're, you know, like. True. Like, anyway, there's, there's, a, there's a middle ground there somewhere. Totally. I mean, like, if, if I had taken, like, because when I first started, like, putting music out, like, I had someone, because I really want to focus on, like, production and mix engineering, and I was, like, doing it. I actually, like, made my first song in a Starbucks, like, nice. pa- paper doll. Well, that that and another song that I'd released, because I was, that's when I was in Long Beach, and I was, like, living on a couch, <laughs> and <laughs> so, like, to, 
I didn't have like a studio, so I was like in Starbucks with my laptop, not knowing what I was doing. That's why it's a little messy. <laughs> but that song ended up like getting on like New Music Friday, a couple of them, uh, like nice. Germany, Sweden, and Canada. And it oh, opened wow. up a lot of doors for me. But then, so I had like different like, uh, like industry people like reaching out to me because of it. And they were like, oh, you shouldn't focus on production and engineering. Just focus on like being an artist. And if I had, but I was like, no, I really think that I need to do this. And thank God I did because it's gotten me this far. Like yeah. trusting myself and not yeah. listening to what everyone thought I should do. That really differentiates you to being able to focus like not only on the writing side, but being able to produce it yourself. Totally. Not having to communicate that to, that to somebody else totally. and having to pay for it too. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's both, uh, you know, it's both a cost cutting measure, but I also think that like musicians who don't know how to produce themselves are really setting themselves back. Totally. Because, because I, I, I don't know, I, I'm kind of like shooting from the hip here because I'm, I'm not a, again, yeah. not very talented. Um, but you are very talented. Yeah, I don't know. I'm that not, wasn't I'm a not, shot at I am, you. I am not fishing for compliments right now. Let's focus on Lauren, please. <laughs> but you are talented. Uh, but, I, you know, I feel like, I feel like if you don't know how to produce yourself, you don't know how to get the sound that you're looking for. And to communicate. Exactly. Totally. Exactly. I yeah. think like someone like Ryan Tedder, who is like probably the most talented totally. musician on the face of the planet, mm -hmm. like if he has someone else producing the song that he that, that he's putting out, yeah. he can communicate with them on their level and say, This totally. is what I'm this is what I'm imagining. Yep. As opposed to like me, if I go in there and I'm producing a song, first of all I'm asking them, Are you guys stupid or bored or like what? Because <laughs> why am I producing a song or singing a song for you guys? But I I'd have no idea no idea how to tell them, I'm hearing this in my head, make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. No, it's definitely helped because like for a while, like I was this was uh, like before I released music, I was writing in studios with like different like engineers and stuff. And um, that's actually what kind of made me realize like the engineer I was working with could write and produce, mix, like everything. And I was like, yeah. I gotta be like him because mm -hmm. he has like what a lot of people don't have. Yeah. And, uh, but back then I was like, I would, I would pay people to like do stuff and I just would not like it. And yeah. I, it'd be, yeah, like $500. <laughs> Yeah, thousand dollars, and I'm like, That's I can't hard. even put this out. <laughs> I know. I so. went through. We had written. Oh my gosh, a couple of years ago, we had written something that we went to we one. Did? No, not. <laughs> I wrote something, and we took it to one studio, uh -huh. and he did a terrible job. And yeah. we like went back and forth with him like three times, getting new mixes, and it was just awful. And finally, yeah. we were like, okay, can we get like the stems? Can you just send us everything so that we can? And we went totally. to like three different people after that, and it still ended up only sounding half decent. Yep. It's so, it's so that, sad. That was my like, that was like my breaking point was like, I just didn't like the way. And yeah, like you said, you take it to someone else and you're spending, you don't make any money anyways. And you're yeah. just spending like any money you do make on someone <laughs> like mixing it. Yeah. Or like, and then you get this, like my demos were sounding better than some of the mixes that I was getting back. That's when I was like, okay, I can produce. I'm going to learn how to mix engineer, which I'm still not the best in the world yet, but I've come so much like further than I ever thought. So, so one of the, one of the really things that I've seen you know, because I'm 
well, I can't produce music and I can't write music and whatever. I, I enjoy listening to it. And I, uh-huh. and, and the, the, the bands I do enjoy and the artists I do enjoy, I really like follow them and like really study what they do. And so I was watching a documentary on one of the albums that they were making uh-huh. and the producer was kind of trying to coach them through what he was trying to get out of the process. And the artists, they weren't understanding it. And he literally got up and he picked up the bass guitar and started playing the bass how he wanted to hear it. And he's like, like this. And the bass player goes, oh, okay. Right. You know, and then, you know, he was trying to coach the singer and he goes, no, you got it. And he starts like singing it poorly, but like in the style that he wanted. And the singer goes, okay, now I understand. Yeah. And then they were talking about how like in the, the actual writing process, he was coming in and he's like, no, instead of that lyric, how about something like this? And like, they actually went with his suggestion for lyrics. I'm like, that's a good producer. Totally. Is somebody who can pick up the instrument and be like, this is what I'm, this is what you need to do. Yes. And if you can't do it, just let me do it real quick. Totally. You know, let me show you how to do it at least. Totally. That's what's so cool about producers is like they can play so many instruments. Yeah. And yeah, there is just like this like you can speak all the languages for the most part. Like because yeah. a lot of producers do know how to mix. They yeah. just have other mixers do their yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and it's, it's really cool. And I think it's I find producing stuff to be the most interesting thing in, in the world. Oh, yeah. It's like painting a picture. Like it is like I can't do that either. All, all creative. <laughs> Yeah, creativity. <laughs> not talented. Uh, hey, let's jump into this answer question. Okay, and speaking of painting, I have one last question for you after this one. Um, signature question number three. Okay. Numero three. Numero tres. You forgot to, yeah. Well, you didn't let me. I tried, and then you started talking about painting. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> so, signature question number three, and this is the question the whole podcast is based on. Okay. Can you have more than one best friend? Outside. <laughs> Why was that so weird? <laughs> I turned Canadian there, I think. Uh, outside of significant others and family, which but you tend to not have significant others, so uh, Yikes. <laughs> just I'm you're sorry. Not, you're not wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, outside of significant others and, and family. Oh man, that's a hard one. You know what? I feel like a while back, like maybe like a couple years ago before I was traumatized, <laughs> I was yeah, I thought like I could only have, I could have like one best friend. And now as I'm getting, I, I you can have one best friend who you're really, really close with and a couple other best friends, yeah. I think. Like, but there's always that one who is not gonna judge you. You're gonna be like, call him up and be like, look, this is what I did. Like, <laughs> and I have my, my best friend growing up, like we were neighbors. We've known each other since we were three. I actually yeah. like met her. She like ran out in the street naked as like a three year old. That's how we met. <laughs> It's the most random what an story. origin story. <laughs> My life is weird. There's, at that point, there's no shame. Yeah, literally. Might as well be friends with that person. Right? For real. So we've been we've been really close. And she's like the one friend who I'll just like tell anything to. Like, and, and she'll tell me whatever. And we're always both, we're both always like, I have no grammar, sorry. Um, we're both like, oh, I just love that. You, like, I could tell you anything. You don't judge me. And then I have like a best friend in LA. Oh my God. Like a best friend yeah. in New Mexico, and then like yeah. I'm close, really close with my mom and like my little cousin and my sister and yeah. my family, my brother. Yeah, I so. agree with you. I, yeah. di- I completely disagree. But Ruben might fight you. <laughs> <laughs> I also believe that she started this podcast saying that she has commitment issues, so I can kind of see why. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Yeah, I get why you have so many best friends. <laughs> I also have commitment issues. I commit to too many people too yeah. quickly. <laughs> but not enough. At- I just commit to one person way too much. <laughs> Same. Is it me? Brad. 
Oh my gosh. My fiance. He has a crush on my fiance. My fiance. Oh no. my god. No. no. <laughs> All right. You said you had another, you had a question. Yeah. To so up with her about something. So you told us you were interested. You'd do some painting, and yes. I saw you actually custom make jackets. Yes, I do. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Tell us about that. Um, like it started out with I think I met with this like fashion guy through one of my friends my what a, a friend of mine who's like done like management stuff for me like he's he's great and so he was like oh my god you got to meet my friend he like dresses all the stars and uh, so I did and and we were like at Starbucks and he's like did you ever think about painting clothes and I was like that would be sick I'm gonna try it and um so I started like putting paintings onto like that I had already done onto jackets and people were like and I was like we'll see if I could sell it and I was getting people buying. Nice. So, I mean, it is hard because I have to like sit there and individually paint. So I can't like mass produce them. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, and then after I got like familiar with like using fabric paint, cause the, and my fabric, the fabric paint, like literally it lasts, like I've had a jacket for almost three years now and it's still like perfectly intact. So it's good, but it, it is weird. It's not the same as like other paint. Yeah. So once I got used to that, I started doing like commissions. So people would be like, oh, could you paint my dog on the jacket? And I'm like, sure. Oh, wow. Like I got this one. <laughs> wow. She, she thought you meant like actually paint the dog. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I would ask dog. for that though. Why? Mm. No, I've had I've had some bizarre requests where I'm just like, you know what? Okay, <laughs> we all have different tastes. This is weird. I think this one's kind of weird, but okay. So, so I have a request. Okay. Okay. How much would you charge to paint Miles Kennedy on the back of a jacket? Miles Kennedy drinking diet Snapple. No. Oh, okay. I charge a hundred. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's it. Really? Yeah. And that includes the jacket? Includes the jacket. I get my jackets, you okay, know, on hold a Hold on. Let me just scale. give you some, some advice here real quick. Um, charge a little bit more. Okay. <laughs> 200. Oh, you probably get away with like 225. I know. I just like, I feel like most of the people who want, who like reach out for the jackets, I'm like, no, like, I feel weird. I don't know. I, I should charge more and maybe I will one day. I just, I don't know. Yeah. I just would like, people want a jacket with the painting. It means yeah. more. I don't know. Like, uh, like I was talking with, about this with a friend and he was like, well, dude, it's like a lot of us don't want like a picture on our wall. We'd rather wear the painting. And I'm like, that's true. So, but I, I don't know. I'd rather get like more of the jackets out there, you know? Yeah. And honestly, yeah. I can paint them pretty quickly. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I mean, like for me, it's like, I think, of, okay. So I buy a lot of band merch recently. I've been buying a lot of band merch recently. I won't tell you how much I spent the last time a around. Lot. Um, <laughs> It was, I think, like a car payment and a it's half. It's disturbing. <laughs> um, but like the quality of band stuff is like super cheap, and but it's super expensive, you know. Yeah, for and real. so if you're getting something that's hand printed painted, or yeah. hand painted, like I would pay significant for something to be, especially if it's customized. True. So I would re I would reevaluate if I were you. Uh, it's just my two cents, but. I, I agree. Honestly, there, there's been times where like I've gotten a commission that was so complicated where I was like, mm, I should have charged more for this one. Mm. But like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I just, yeah. 
it's fun. It is. It's just like fun. Art is therapeutic for me. Like I sell paintings too. Like there's this one guy out in Texas who like has like award-winning racehorses. And so he'll just like hit me up whenever his horse like wins like a big, huge race. And he's like, uh, could you paint this picture of my horse winning the race? <laughs> and they're like these massive paintings and I ship them out to Texas. But like that stuff is cool. That's fun. Like yeah. I really, that, those are actually like some of my favorite paintings to do. Yeah, yeah, if you're looking at, if you're watching the the, the YouTube version of this, um, I actually have uh, one of the jackets up on the screen. Um, I don't know who is on the jacket. It looks kind of like Jesus. Uh, <laughs> it might be. <laughs> uh, with with the, is that a lamb? Oh yeah, that's um that's a Leonardo da Vinci uh, oh. painting. Girl, I forget. I did not know Leonardo is. DiCaprio painted. Yeah, I know, right? I, I'm it, such a fan. <laughs> Um, so incredible work. That's incredible detail on there as well. I'm, I'm really um, impressed. Thank you. Um, anyway, you know what? Let's wrap this up. Yeah. And we're going to jump into overtime with you. Okay. Um, so if you are not subscribed to VetDollarInTheJar.com, go subscribe right now. Not you, Lauren, but everyone else who's listening to this. I mean, you can if you want yeah, to. Yeah, you can if you want to. But, <laughs> I will. Um, it, it's, it's, it's not very expensive, but uh, it's an extra couple questions with with Lauren. Um, tell everybody who's listening to the main podcast right now where they can find you on social media. Okay. Uh, you can find me on all social media platforms at L-A-M Lauren Music. It looks like I am, but it's an L instead. Lamb Lauren Music. Nice. Why, why the lamb? Oh, it's my initials. and That's what I send my paintings as. So, oh, cool. yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Speaking of paintings, if somebody wanted to reach out to you for some custom work, how would they do that? Oh, you could email me at laurenmusicteam at gmail.com or you can DM me on like social media. And that's how I actually, a lot of my paintings are like people DM me on Instagram. Nice. So Nice. Well, and if, you, if you're listening to this podcast and you decide to commission Lauren for a painting, let her know that we sent, sent you so she'll give us 15% of her oh, paintings. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Or fifty percent of what she makes. Fifteen <laughs> percent of the dating. She's actually. Like, oh, I'm gonna cut out a corner. And yeah. <laughs> the guy gets it. He's like, "What the hell is this? This is like fifteen percent of this <laughs> damn painting." I only got. Oh, there's the math problem. Eighty-five yeah. <laughs> percent. This conversation went full circle. One hundred minutes. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, go to right now to get more. Well, that was our interview with Lauren Martinez here on You're My Best Friend, a podcast about life, friendship, and tacos. My name is Ruben Jay, in case you forgot. And I'm Moxie Ann. <laughs> and uh, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm being dinged right now as, as we're talking. Uh, I'm also in radio mode now all of a sudden, so uh, make sure to stick around here. 102.7 KISS FM. Uh, <laughs> filling in for Seacrest. You have uh, paying your bills on the 10s and 20s. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> oh, man. Again, just a few days away from our podiversary. Uh, make sure to send us some questions. Any question you want, literally any question, we will answer them all. Yeah. Uh, as long as they're appropriate. If there's nothing you learned from last time we didn't ask us anything, we will literally answer all the questions 
unfortunately. She, she will answer them all, whether or not they're appropriate or not. She'll answer them. And whether yeah. or not she actually answers the question, she'll answer it. So uh, I, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to this, Mox. Um, I, think, I think we should, uh, we should get some champagne um, and maybe dress a little fancier than normal. Yeah. Uh, to celebrate our, 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 our two-year potiversary. I have an awesome dress I can wear. Me too. Does Is it the same one as mine? Because we can't be outfit copycats. What color is your dress? Green. Okay, no, mine's purple. Okay, cool. We're so good we're then. Good. <laughs> we, we're, we're good. We're good. Yeah, so make sure to tune in uh, 6 p.m. Pacific on Thursday, April 1st. And this is not an April Fool's joke, people. It is not an April Fool's joke. Um, <laughs> hey, you know what? I want to start something on the podcast uh, starting today. Uh, and I'm just throwing this out there because I have not prepped Moxie at all. Um, but uh, I think it's time for a, uh, a wedding update. Oh, are we doing that now? Yeah, let's do it right now. Oh, Okay. Oh, let, let me let me play the jingle. Dun dun ding dun ding dun ding. This is a wedding update. That was really weird. Can we sample that for every time we talk about the wedding now? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so things are going super well over in wedding world. Um, if you have ever planned a wedding before, you know how stressful it is, you know how difficult it is, you know how expensive it is, and how much time it takes. We have sent out our save the dates. Uh, we sent them out super late. I have a lot of shame about that, but you know what? It's fine. And um, we're working on sending out the invitations now. So much has been done. We booked the caterer, we booked the photographer, we've booked the DJ, we've- uh, You booked the DJ? We did. How come I was not consulted? Because we already knew who we were going to book. Oh, is it the is it who I think it is? Yes. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah. So I was consulted. Yes. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm I'm fine then. I'm yeah. I'm I'm fine. I'm, <laughs> I'm just happy it's not I'm just happy it's not me. <laughs> Same. Um <laughs> you imagine imagine me having to be the best man and also we wedding the DJ. I mean DJing are, the wedding. You are not the best man and also don't wedding the DJ. What? I am I am the best man. <laughs> or at least um, the assistant to the best man. Yeah. No, yeah, assistant best man. I'm the assistant best man. That works. Um with enough luck, we might even have an even amount of bridesmaid to groomsmen because Right now, there are so many people who are coming in from out of town who aren't sure. Having a COVID wedding is rough, you guys. Oh my gosh. I, like, there are so many members of the wedding party who we probably won't know if they'll be able to make it until like two weeks before. Because either they're coming in from out of state or out of country or they're just not sure. And we thankfully... Um, are being provided with a little bit more stability than we thought in terms of the bridal party. Honestly, there was a point about two months ago where I was just kind of like, you know what, as long as my sister and my three best friends are there, I'm fine. Like, not even three, like two of them. As long as they're there and Brad's there, I'm good. But... I, I like... <laughs> I just want to say, I like how your sister 
your best friend number one, best friend number two, maybe best friend number three, <laughs> and then Brad. Like of all the people, like it should be as long as Brad's there. That's real. As long as Brad and the person who officiating the wedding is there. Do you know how many times we have considered just eloping right now and not even not even doing it? You guys should. I we've really thought about it, especially now we found a place. So we have a place now, and uh, oh, wow, wow! There is currently no furniture in there, so. Bounce go wow wow on the floor. <laughs> um, so I've Brad, too much. Brad will be moving in uh, at the beginning of April, and I'm actually going to IKEA tomorrow to get him from some uh, some some furniture that he can put his clothes in. And it is the most beautiful Why little place. Why do you place. say clothes so weird? Clothes. It's clothes. Clothes. You add a D in there. There's no D. Clothes. Clothes. Stop it. (laughs) I don't know what I'm doing differently. Clothes. Clothes. You had a D in there. Where? You say clothes. It's clothes. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so here's the important thing. I I need to know this. This is really super important to me. Have you tested the... Have you tasted the... Have you had cake yet? <laughs> no, we have not tasted the cake yet. When are we tasting the cake? Pretty soon. Will I actually be invited to this one? Yes, you will be. Because I put a very strict stipulation out as to, to me being the best man to Brad, and that was that I had to be there when you tested the catering, and I was not invited... Ruben, I come from a big family. There and, were already eight of us at that cake, at that food tasting. And nine would have been, first of all, I could have been a tiebreaker. You know, if there was four and four on a certain item, I could have been a tiebreaker. It was all good. Uh, I could have, I could have helped innovate some new items uh, on the menu. Uh, you do realize I, I, you this know, is precisely why I didn't bring you. <laughs> This is why you need me to help make these decisions. I don't need you to help me innovate my wedding menu. Okay. If there's food, I will be should, happy. Should, should See, the problem is <laughs> you buy one bag of chips for 40 people and think that's enough. That's why we hired a caterer. Yeah, you're going to That's not a, a problem in this scenario. Food. You're going to tell Listen, I know that like when I planned the food last time, there was way too much of it, and my family ate like kings for a week, but I know what I'm doing when it comes to food. You do. I'm not denying that. I'm just saying- Then the why caterer, wasn't I invited? The caterer is a professional. I am a professional eater. <laughs> Perfect. Then you will really enjoy the wedding day. I'm, I, you know what? I'm thinking about just not going. I, I'm, I don't think you want to miss out on that pesto. That's just me, though. I don't like pesto. How about uh, red sauce? Chicken parm? Do, ooh. Tiny mini potatoes? Mini potatoes? Bruschetta? Ooh. 
I do like some Scott Bruschetta. I'm just saying. You're going to want to eat everything. I will eat everything <laughs> and then leave. <laughs> and take my present back. <laughs> All right. So the, the next big thing on the list is to try the cake. Yes. So the next time we do one of these wedding updates, it will be hopefully a cake update. Do you want to do you want to give me some input right now on on cake flavors that I should ask the bakery to give us to try? Um I think that you should definitely do a cheesecake. So that isn't really one of the options. The bakery, let me let me give you some let me give you some options. So for the cake flavors, they can do they have so many, so many options. I narrowed it down to just the ones we liked. So for cake, they can do half and half, yellow cake, chocolate cake, or marble cake. And then for the filling, get ready for this list. And this is just... Well, what's a yellow cake? Yellow cake? It's like a, it's like a vanilla cake. Then why not just call it... Okay, I don't whatever. know. It's weird. Um, for the fillings, these are just the ones that we liked. Amaretto. The hell's an amaretto? It's it's a liquor. It's a liqueur. Amaretto, buttercream, whipped cream, chocolate chip, chocolate mousse, French cream, lemon mousse, and chocolate French cream. Yes. Cool. That's what that's what I said. Yeah. Can they just do it all? <laughs> yes. You know, that'd actually be fun. If they can if they could like make it so that every <laughs> slice of cake has a different feeling. <laughs> And every now and then, a slice of cake will have two fillings. Would you like to pay for that? <laughs> I will gladly donate a dollar towards that. Do you know how much wedding cakes cost? A dollar? Mm, try five dollars a slice. I'm in the wrong business, man. Yeah. <laughs> five dollars a slice? Yeah, that's low. Actually, you know what? That's that's actually cheaper than than Cheesecake Factory. So, uh, all right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Why not? Why not do cupcakes? Um, we've thought about it. What we're probably going to do is get what couples do now. They get like the couples cake, which is like a smaller one, and then they do sheet cake for the guests. So we'll probably yeah. do that and get the sheet cake through. Well, we'll get it through the same bakery, so it'll taste exactly the same. It's just easier to transport and cut. Does the wedding party get part of the couple cake? I it depends on how much couple cake there is. Can I get a piece of the couple cake? <laughs> yes, Ruben, you can get a piece of the couple cake as a consolation prize for not getting to marry Brad yourself. That's what you think. <laughs> it's been a lot there's been a lot of times where you haven't been around. Brad and I have been bored. <laughs> <laughs> Drive to Vegas. Bada bing bada boom. Oh, by the way. I picked up my wedding dress. I know. That was my excited sound. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard you that excited. It's it's a brand new it's a brand new thing. I am super <laughs> super stoked. Uh, the wedding is what sixty five days away. It is currently at the time of this uh, episode airing. It is seventy three days away. I was close. Yeah, that was close. Yeah. So I have to be, it's, it's June 13th, right? 
June 11th. I'm in Mexico that day. No, no, you're not. We've been over this. If I'm not there, the wedding doesn't happen. I, that's not how this works. That's what you think. No. I will I will make sure the power's out. I will make sure that that Brad's shoes are missing. Uh, no, no. So next time we talk about this, I definitely want to address some of the things that we're doing during the time of COVID, some of the things and ways that wedding planning is different because of COVID and eh. uh, things that have changed. Well, it is interesting. You know, the wedding industry is so massive and there's so many things may- that have adjusted. <laughs> Maybe for a wedding podcast. I'm only doing the wedding update right now because I'm out of things to talk about. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> uh, that's like very sweet of you. The, so I actually care about the wedding. That is very kind. Thank you. All right. Well, I think uh, I think it's time for one last thought. All righty. So one last thought for this week is a quote from Mr. Albert Einstein. I thought it really applied to our guests this week, as well as to the anniversary of our second year doing this podcast. This is a quote from Mr. Albert Einstein. And he said, anyone who has never made a mistake has never tried anything new. I particularly liked that quote because when we started podcasting, I was super new. I knew nothing I did not know how to do anything. I still know nothing, but I knew even less then. So I loved this quote. I think it really rings true for anybody who is embarking on a new journey. And uh, we're doing a lot of that these days. So, yeah. I agree with that. And uh, with that being said, make sure to tune into our live stream on Thursday at 6 p.m. Pacific time. 9 p.m. Eastern and whatever time in between. Uh, if you're we in the middle, you should know some... how to figure it out. Yeah, and, and if you don't care enough, you can always watch the replay. Um, and I, I'm super stoked. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this week's episode and tuning in to all the episodes. Uh, and make sure to hit up hit up Lauren on, on uh, Instagram. She has a new song out. Uh, I'm not sure if we talked about it on the podcast or not. Yeah, yeah. No, it's amazing. So find her at... L-A-M Lauren Music on Instagram, or you can just email her at laurenmusicteam at gmail.com if you want to ask her about all things music and custom jackets. Yeah, though. You know, you should get me a custom jacket with Miles's face on there. Okay, I'll work on that. <laughs> I will wear it every day. All right. I'll hold you to that. And. T- Perfect. You don't get to wash Although it. you're not going to see me very much anymore. I will never wash that jacket. <laughs> I'll never wash any jacket. I don't wash anything. This is the 15th time I've worn this shirt, and I haven't washed it in like eight years. And I've only owned it for four months. This is a really weird segment. <laughs> um, <laughs> you? <laughs> Are you okay? No, I think my brain just stopped mine too all right see you guys on thursday we'll see you thursday my name's my name's ruben j and i'm moxie ann and we are out of brains apparently brains gucci bye
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.